Yellow. Enjoying the podcast? Uh, I am so far, thank you. I just wish I could actually do more to help. If you'd like to show support for Rare Form, there are a couple of ways. And what ways would those be? Become a patron at patreon.com slash rareformradio. And then what? Make a one-time donation, or choose from a few subscription levels paid monthly for extra benefits. And what would those benefits be exactly? Those extra benefits include bonus episodes not available to the public, exclusive live streams, more interactions with the gang, along with other special perks that will change over time. But how do I know, like, what to choose? Choose your level of donation, and know that your contributions go to keeping the show running and growing. Okay, but where is the money going? Paying crews behind the scenes, and just supporting independent artists. Well, that actually sounds pretty great. Where do I go again? That's patreon.com slash rareformradio. Oh, cool. Thank you. Bye! The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Welcome, children, to episode 86 of the Joe Rogan Experience with Dan and Kyle. Uh, good to see you guys. Kyle, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. How are you? I feel a bit feisty tonight, as I was saying earlier. Talk to me, because feisty to me means irritable and angry and ready to tear someone's head off. Nah, man, just like, you know, I just got off of work. Like, I was doing a, a loadout for a band whom shall not be named, and... Their production manager, tour manager, whomever he is, he's, uh, you know, he's kind of a hard ass and he just kind of likes to sit around and bark orders at people. Okay. And, um, and he was just like throwing a bunch of stuff on the truck and I'm like, bro, just like, give me a second. You know, it was an awkward pack as it, as it is. Cause there was like a stack of wood, some like framing other, it was a, it was a really shitty pack. And, uh, and then, I, and then I get back to the office, and my boss is there, and he's and I'm and then I'm helping him reorganize his 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 uh, uh, office. And I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get out of here. We got we got to do a we got to do a potty cast. And uh, and I don't know, like I, I got home, rinsed rinsed off real quick, put on my favorite '80s movie T-shirt, and uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling amped. I'm just ready ready to rip. You know what I mean? So you're talking about truck packs. And for anyone, like most of you listening have listened to me talk about touring for a long time. But there is such an art form to getting um, uh, band cases and uh, production cases onto a truck. And what Kyle does for a living, for Army, for like a side job, is like it's playing Tetris with life-size trunks and cases. And there really is an art form to it. And over the years, I'm sure you've realized that like when it comes time to pack a car for a trip, you're the guy that's going to do it. Yeah. Well, just, you know, I mean, you've been touring for a long time too, you know, and I, and I like to think because of my, 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 my 10 years at mates that I can kind of look at road cases and know exactly what I need to fit. I know exactly what will fit inside that fucking 47 inch truck it's not it's not 48 yeah it's like 46 and three quarter yeah and i and i just know what will fit what won't fit and when you have stuff like two by sixes stacked up to the knee and then like weird metal frames that you're kind of like trying to keep on top of that it throws off the truck pack immensely 
to where it's like I'm having like eight inch gaps. We don't we don't want no eight inch gaps, dog. Gaps you know? are for losers. Gaps are for amateurs. Um, and uh, I feel your pain, dude. <laughs> I feel your pain. Um, and I'm just I'm just amped up. I'm sucking down this delicious ultra rosa pink monster drink i got some chicken nuggets next to me if i feel a bit peckish mcdonald's mcdonald's nuggets nah bk man everyone sleeps on the bk nugs no no they're good they're good mcdonald's has the best nuggets but bk Mm -hmm. has decent ones have you tried the new mcdonald's spicy nuggets you know i'm not a fan of the spicy nugs but what i do like from mcd's (laughs) what i do like from mcd's is the spicy mustard Ew. Fuck mustard. Fuck mustard in the ass with a stick. Fuck mustard in every way possible. Fuck You're mustard. You're not a mustard guy? No. I hate mustard. <laughs> if a dude, if a guy, if a man had raped my mother to death, I would hate mustard more than that guy. All right. So somebody, I'm, an, I'm stealing this. So don't think, so don't think this is original people. I'm, I'm literally stealing this. Would you rather be covered in mustard or three large buckets of period blood um it's it's just so sexist but it depends on where the blood comes from like if it's from like you, a you, you don't know you don't know where the blood comes from it's not way, if it's, it's not buckets, infected if it's buckets it has to be from a, a Multi- bunch of multitude <laughs> yeah. multitude of people oh. it's, it's it's clean period blood what do you mean like no pulp like orange juice with no pulp? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no any kind of infection or blood oh, disease yeah. or. Man, you know what's sad? The sad thing is this is a tough question for me. <laughs> That's the sad thing. Let me, let me, give me a second. Let me actually think about this. And, and All think right. Well, it. I would definitely be covered in mustard and I would go grab a corn dog from 7-Eleven and just do like one of these. <laughs> like a lint roller, like lint roll yourself with a corn dog and then eat it. <laughs> um. Shit, dude. I um yeah. If I'm if I'm being <laughs> it honest, a meme. <laughs> it was a meme. Go ahead. I'm sorry, we got a little bit of a delay, but um I think if I'm thinking about it, uh I hate mustard, but I would probably go mustard. I mean, yeah. I'm it's it's close, but like I'm considering the period, but I would go mustard. All right, and so to for anybody who doesn't know what that's from, that's from CKY3. Okay, because Raycheon hate mustard so much he's like would you rather be covered in a bucket of mustard or a bucket of period blood and without hesitation he said period blood i think cky2k is that's the, the first, best one. Oh, without question it's the first time i ever saw someone like put shit on another human being when oh, he does, when he does a congratulations congratulations, congratulations. right yeah. across the lips um dude i was actually in a band with the lead singer from cky darren miller you were? In, yeah, who's in all those yeah. all those videos? No shit. Yeah, it was like it was a band called World Under Blood and it's basically death metal CKY. Okay. I, I got to be honest, like CKY is legit a really good band. Like yeah. Music, yeah. I love the music. Like I, I'm a sucker for hooks. Yeah, yeah, that lock, guy dude. Infiltrate yeah. Destroy Rebuild or wait, was dude. that machine? No. No, that's that's them. That's them. Okay. Yeah. Um Infiltrator Story Bill is like from beginning to end, that album is no filler. And I don't know how they didn't get bigger just from that album alone. All right. So the first record, or I guess it was their second record, they had 96 Bitter Beings, which was like the song. Mm-hmm. But like their second record was literally 96 Bitter Beings plus the whole record. Yeah. 
Yeah. That first record, the song uh, Disengage the Simulator, is mm-hmm. such a fucking amazing song. Sporadic movements attached yep. to the hip. Yep. Oh, yeah. Escape Fle- from Hell. Flesh the gear, of course. Yeah. yeah I, I love all that shit, dude. I think the reason they didn't like pop or blow up, I think, is uh, I think they're smearing people, poo on people. There you go. That, that, could, that could possibly be part of it. I think people didn't take them seriously because they thought they were a jackass band. You know, so like jackass fans would listen because they love jackass and they probably got most of their fan base from that. But I think having actual commercial success, being part of jackass probably got in their way. Yeah, maybe, but they, they were a good band. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're doing, would you rather real quick? And I came up with what I think is it's my favorite question of all time. This is a Dan Cleary original. I've asked it of many guests. So I'll ask you as well and give it a second. Would you rather drink? Well, sort of. (laughs) Would you rather drink a shot glass full of my puke or your diarrhea and you can't choose both? Your puke or my diarrhea? Yep. I'm going to have to go with your puke. So you want to eat my puke? I don't want to. If I, if, if if this was a life and death situation (laughs) and they were like, listen, you're either going to drink homies puke, which, you know, it could be, it could be chunky, but it could be stomach bile. No, no, it's going to be chunky. And that's why I'm going to say you're not drinking it. You're eating it because there's going to be stuff you're going to have to chew in there. But you said a shot glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I know what comes out of my butt, dog. Uh-huh. I don't I, I don't want that and I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. And let's be honest, if you were going to eat my puke, it's going to be monster and chocolate chip cookies. Like there's worse things to eat in the world. And and that coffee that you get every day at the Bean. Hang on. I'm oh yeah, my fan dude. Out. Yeah, no, go for it. Yeah, it'd be it'd be all vanilla and like lemonade and chocolate. I mean, it might actually be I might have to open up like a puke truck where people just walk up and get shots of my puke and it's, it'll be delicious. Whoever, whoever edits this video, if you saw my stomach, can you edit that out, please? <laughs> All right, Frank, if you saw anything, <laughs> just give it one of your cool blurs just then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Because I do. I've gained 30 pounds. No, no, COVID. No. Let me fix it. Um, one thing we don't want to show on the show. We don't want Kyle bragging about his six pack to everybody. He's going to make people feel bad. So Frank, <laughs> Please blur it out. We don't want like um, to give people the wrong idea that we only have studs on the show. Like people are used to seeing me. Yes, I'm a stud. Yes, I know. And I only have studs on the show. Let Kyle be Kyle. The dude's fucking ripped. Get off his dick about it. That's where I'm at with this. So there you go, Kyle. Um, So we mentioned uh, episode 86, which is... Yeah, the year you were born, which we we went over last week. Yeah, um, talk to me about 1986 for a minute, if you could. Well, you know, 1986 is a very important year to me, obviously, because it was the year I was conceived and born in, and I know I was conceived in the year 1986 because I was born in September. Yeah, so I was conceived and born in the same year. Oh, that's cool. But. uh I just, you know, I typically don't like doing lists, but this is what came out in the cinemas. And this is only a little list. I picked 
from the heatiest of the heat that dropped in 86. Here we go. And in no particular order. Stand by me. Oh, my fucking God. Written by Stephen King. Okay. Yeah. Blue Velvet. Wow. Okay. Short Circuit. <laughs> Johnny Five. Labyrinth. No shit. Babe with the Power. Yeah. Highlander. I've never seen Highlander. Oh, dude. All right. Side note. Um, so there was this, uh, this older lady who used to help babysit me when I was in, uh, you know, elementary school when my mom would have to go to work and, uh, we called her grandma Betty and grandma Betty fucked with Highlander heavy. Like they used to, she would watch (laughs) the movies. They had a TV show. Like she was either watching Highlander or, um, uh, what's the Lilliputian movie? Um, Oh, uh, not Darby O'Gill or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Darby that... O'Gill and the Little People. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and then there was uh, Aliens. Fucking a, dude. Uh, Cobra was Stallone. Hell yeah, Stallone. Yeah. Um, I can't read my own writing, so we're gonna go to the next one. Crossroads. Is that oh with uh, Ralph Macchio and Ralph Steve Ma- Vai? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had we had Steve Vai on uh, on Dark Matter a couple years ago with Navarro, mm-hmm. and Navarro was a huge Crossroads fan, and Dave always argued that Steve Vai actually won that competition, and it's bullshit that they gave Machio the win. <laughs> so we presented Steve Vai with a trophy as being the winner of the of the Crossroads guitar off, which he still he still has to this day. So a little fun little side note. All right. Next on the list. I really need to know what that the one is that I can't read, but that's okay. Uh, Oh, the fly. I'm sorry. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Cronenberg. Platoon. Jesus, dude. 986 rule. Top Gun's in there, too. I know that. Top Gun is literally the next on the list. Yep. Okay. Um, Critters. Oh, my God. Um. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, which yep. is my favorite. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Oh, check this out. Check this out. Dude, I, I was looking for my Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 t-shirt, but oh, I couldn't find it. Look at that little fucker. Yeah, Look there he is right there. Um, two Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is really interesting because the first one came out in 74, directed mm-hmm. by Toby Hooper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably my favorite with that and the exorcist and nightmare on elm street my favorite horror movies of all time yeah and the choice that toby hooper made to follow up one with part two which is arguably a fucking comedy i mean it's a comedy um it's silly it's ridiculous it's a wild change of pace from the first one very very interesting choice and it's good but it's a totally different kind of movie dennis hopper uh, lefty with the two uh Mm -hmm. okay all right another one of my favorites Big Trouble, Little Little China, Big T, Little C. Fantastic. Okay. Um, did I say? Yeah, I think I said Critters already. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Unbelievable. And the last one I wrote down, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Great, uh, amazing. I, I've been meaning to watch that one again for a while. That's a good. I love that movie as a kid. But I mean, even the ones I didn't mention, dude, it's like Castle in the Sky, Manhunter, Howard the Duck, Star Trek. I mean, dude, 86. 
Oh, Three Amigos? How could I miss that one? I was going to ask you, did Great Outdoors come out then? No. Okay. When was that, 87? I think that was, was 80. When did the Great Outdoors School come out? School came out in 86, too. I mean, like, dude, I literally just skimmed through. Oh, Great Outdoors is 88. Wow. That, I mean, 86. 88. Oh, the same year as they live. Oh, oh and, and, dude. Poltergeist 2, Hoser, Friday the 13th Part 6. Jason I mean, the, yep. the list goes on and on. 86, dude. I mean, if we're being real, there's a chance that 86 might be the best year of 80s films. 86, 88, 89, in my opinion. 85 is tough. We went over it last week, but 85, yeah. do you know Michael J. Fox in 85 alone had Back to the Future and Teen Wolf in the Wolf. same year? Dude, Teen Wolf was filmed in the town that I grew up in. Oh, no kidding. All right. So do you remember when they're at the liquor store? Yeah. And they're trying to get beer? I'll take a case of beer, whatever he says. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get in the car. Uh-huh. All right. So that, that liquor store is still there. <laughs> And across the street from the liquor store is the Rainbow Theater, which is not there anymore. Okay. The Rainbow Theater, 1973, Van Halen played there multiple Mm. times. It was a movie theater slash actual theater. That's a cool thing. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, 86 is pretty wild. Um, Do you remember the first movie that you saw in the theater? That's another question I love to ask people. Uh, we actually did. I, I'm the the one that I can remember. Yeah, I believe we covered it last week. It was either Batman or Back to the Future Two. Oh, that was the first movie you saw in the theater. That I mean, I was three years old. Yep. That's the, the first one I can remember. Yep. Next one I can remember is uh, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I loved that movie. I'm pretty sure I saw it two or three times in the theater because I was like. <laughs> That was still when I was playing with toys. So I, I loved the cartoon and I had all the figures. Me too. I was obsessed. I was obsessed with Casey Jones because I think I, everybody was of being course. a young boy, rambunctious young boy. And like he had I, I've always loved fingerless gloves for some reason. And he wore Same. a fucking hockey mask. Yeah. So like he had I everything mean, I loved. I mean, I, I think Casey Jones is what every little boy growing up playing with action figures that woke up every single day deciding to choose violence was their role model because i mean dude well, i was like three four five you're a toddler you know mm. you wake up every morning and you're choosing violence on a daily basis it's so true and if you listen close you can hear all the girls that listen to this show going completely dry in their vaginas <laughs> just <laughs> talking about toys and cartoons you or you're talking close. about ben shapiro's wife oh, he's, oh dude that was that was the funniest <laughs> shit ever that was so good it's so good. Um, man. <laughs> oh, shit. I did a... Uh, do you ever look at your analytics on your um, on your anchor where you post your podcast to see like who's listening? Honestly, I try not to. But, I mean, obviously, it's there when I go to upload an episode. Mm-hmm. So, I, sometimes I'll skim through it. Other times, I don't really care. I don't really know how... I feel like when I'm looking at my Spotify analytics on Anchor and then I look at my Spotify analytics on Spotify, they're a little bit different. Interesting. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I try not to like let that bother me because I mean, when it comes to podcasting, I consider myself 
uh, a very small fish in a fucking gigantic pond. Yeah. And if I can get, you know, fucking a hundred listens on an episode, I'm happy, which I am very fortunate that most of my episodes do have over a hundred listens. They're typically Mm -hmm. two to 500 range. Yep. So I'm stoked for that. I mean, there are a couple of episodes that I'm like, did do people just completely miss this? <laughs> did I not send this to iTunes or what happened here? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I, I um, I, I check. I, I don't really. I'm not obsessed with it by any means at all. But every now and then I'll poke around and see, like, you know, where are my listeners? Are they in Europe? Are they in the U.S.? Mm-hmm. And it told me that it's 90% women that listen to the show, which surprises me because are you I'm being for real? For real? 90%. And which surprised me because I'm so retarded. Like I, the stuff I talk about is so retarded. I don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if you can use that word. I, I, uh, women or retarded? <laughs> I mean, okay. I am so learning. I'm so mentally disabled that uh, um, I'm surprised that that women enjoy the show as much as it, as it claims they do. Um, but it also makes me feel good about the human race. I, I think women are way cooler than people uh, people give them credit for. So, ladies, keep listening. We love you very much. I think, um, I think my my analytics when it comes to the to the the female species is pretty pretty average for a guy doing stuff. I think maybe like twelve percent. I don't know. You know, hey, well, you know, there's this beautiful thing called the internet. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look right also, now. Also, you just did something that women don't like, by the way. What? They do not like in general being called females. You know what? Actually, now that you said that, I remember someone saying they do not like being called female, and then I was like, wait, whoa. Why? Why? And they're like, oh, "Do you refer to men as males?" And I said, "Yeah, yeah, I do." Well, here's the thing: is that technically it's true. Of course, it's male and female, but it, it happens a lot when, like, um, when guys are like speaking on behalf of women. They say, "You know, females. Why don't females, you know, leave abusive relationships?" And it equates to oh, like, it equates to mansplaining. No, it equates to like you, you refer to like a cow as a female cow or a female. Yeah. Like it's more, it's like making people like animals. You know what I mean? So okay. that's that's kind of the idea. Do I call them ladies? Do I call them women? I think sluts or whores is probably best to use. Um, I think I think only with their permission, or with you know. This is how it works. You have to get their father's permission to call them sluts and whores. Like when you ask like for your, uh, I would love your, your daughter's hand in marriage. You say, sir, I would love to refer to your daughter as a slut or a whore. Is that, do I have your blessing? And nine and a half times out of 10, you don't get it. You don't, you don't. No. Unless there's some weird shit going on in the family. But anyway, my, 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 my analytics are, I have uh, 22, I, I have 22% of the whammon. Okay. Listening, listening okay. to my, with a 74% male ratio. Now, as okay. a male, I am I am going to refer to myself as a male. <laughs> okay. Good. Because that is my species. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fair enough. Yo, what about species the movie? <laughs> so, oh my God. I'm I'm so happy you said this. So my wife and I earlier were talking about like who I consider to be like my hottest women in history. I started like rifling off you know, names from my past and, and, you know, the Halle Berry's and the Drew Barrymore's of the world. And I mm-hmm. forgot about like when species came out, 
the woman in that Natasha Henstridge oh. was like mega babe jaw droppingly beautiful. And yeah. in that first movie, I rem- I watched it a bunch mostly because when it came out, like I w- I didn't have the internet yet, and she's naked in it. So I watched it every time I was on HBO. I watched Species just to see her naked. But the movie was good. It, it's it's I don't know if it would hold up to the, today, but I no. definitely enjoyed it when I was when I was younger. And Species Two is terrible, terrible, awful. Is she so, an alien? Is that the deal? She's like an alien or some shit. Yeah, for some reason, like I always got the plot of Species and Mimic confused. Mimic is wait a minute. Is that the one where they f- they found like a like a fossil or it's like a museum piece or some shit? No, or it's like on expedition or. There's like or these, copies. Yeah, they're copies. They're bugs, like alien bugs that fucking turn in. They can copy what they look at. Okay. That, that so, was some great grammar and speaking ability right <laughs> they there. They can copy. Females, like to, they can watch it and copy what they look at. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a T-1000, basically. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, speaking of movies, last week, dude... I got a gripe to pick with you, man. What? What did I do? What did I do? We, we may have to cut this residency short because you told me to watch Wally's Wonderland. You didn't like it, dude. All right, all right, all right. Let's 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 settle in for a second. I'm I'm going to give this like three minutes of airtime because that's like two and a half minutes more than it deserves. <laughs> it was one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen even though I fell asleep during it and I do not fall asleep during movies. I fell asleep like maybe 30 <laughs> minutes in when he's like knocking the heads off of robots or some shit and changing mm-hmm. his shirt. I, uh, I don't know. I just, I was like, this can't be real. I mean, maybe. he shit that movie out. He just like shit it out and they put it on screen and there it was. I Like maybe it was just, yeah. I mean, maybe it was just because like, I love ridiculous movies and like, you know, I was on a Nick Cage binge, man. <laughs> fair, fair. I mean, I mean, well, all right, all right, tell me this. Do you, in your opinion, was it worse than Ghost Rider? Yes, by a lot. Really? By a lot. Wow. Okay. Okay. All At right. least Ghost Rider, he looked cool. Like the flaming skull head is, is badass. Whether the movie's good or not, visually it's cool. I didn't. I don't think I liked anything. Like I, I didn't like his dyed beard. I didn't like his fucking <laughs> the the shit ass grape soda he would drink in the movie. I don't know. Oh yeah, I the just, punch. Yeah, the punch. Yeah. yeah. Um, I granted. I like I said. I did sleep through the majority of it. But like I said, I don't fall asleep during movies, so that was weird. It was weird for me to fall asleep. All right, I steered you wrong, and I apologize. And if you would forgive me. I will do my best not to steer you wrong in the future. Can you apologize one more time? I like it. Dan Cleary, I am so very, very sorry I wasted your time with a shitty Nicolas Cage movie that I tried to give a decent synopsis to, but was shittier than Ghost Rider. (laughs) Kyle Conkeel, welcome back to my heart. It's good to have you back. Appreciate it, buddy. Um... So today I did something. If you, you notice this, this hoodie that I'm wearing. Oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it uh, looks like you were attacked by walkers. Dude, I made this today. 
I woke Did up you? yesterday and I was like, I had this idea to put my hands in bleach and put handprints all over a sweatshirt. Did you wear gloves? I did. I did. Okay, good. Because do you know how hard it is to get the smell of bleach off your off your hands? I don't because I've never I don't fuck with bleach a whole lot. But uh so I made I made this hoodie and I'm stoked with it and I put it on Instagram and Twitter and now I have like twenty orders for people that want <laughs> that oh, want really? a hoodie. So basically you're talking to a guy who's now in the fashion industry. So, I mean, it might be a first for you, but congrats to you for knowing a guy who's in the industry. I mean, I have t-shirts that I sell. Do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, they were limited edition. I don't sell them anymore, but I had okay. four design, four designs of t-shirts. Are you going to do them again? Like where can people find your stuff if they want to? Uh, you can go to kyleconkeel.bigcartel.com. Uh, and I'm actually in transition I'm in the middle of transitioning from because I don't I'm having a fulfillment company. Um, the owner of this fulfillment company is uh, an established fashion entrepreneur. His company's been around for 15, 15 years. Uh, very big in the rock metal scene. I, I don't want to name any names yet, but uh, I'm going to be transferring to them for all types of clothing options, not just t-shirts. I'm going to be doing wristbands. I'm going to be doing hats, Fuck beanie yeah. caps, masks, hoodies, fucking dildos if he'll let me. You know what Dude, I mean? Are these all like Kyle Conkeel branded things or just your own designs of like, just like, uh, um, like just, what is it? Like, what is the yeah, stuff? It, yeah, it's just, it's all just Kyle branded merch. It's, I have stuff that's kind of, you know, um, movie and video game related i have stuff that's like a like a dual k logo it looks like a metal band mm-hmm. uh i have this uh, i call it the cafe neon shirt it's basically uh in the first blade runner movie when deckard goes to sit sit down uh across the street you know across the way from the 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 chinese rest little chinese restaurant thing that he's eating at before fucking uh james edward almost comes up on him if you look in the background there's a neon behind him and so I turned that neon into a kind of a K. So it's like my Blade Runner reference T-shirt. Dig it. And then I have the I had the Cyberconk T-shirt, which was basically just uh, the cyberpunk cover, but with my goofy face on it. And then I had the uh, the uh, Kyle Rip T-shirt, which was in Monster logos. Like you remember Rip Magazine? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it was basically a Rip T-shirt, but it was in Monster font. Dig it, nice. So I love it. Be, I have I have a few more designs that I'm that I'm coming up with right now, and then I'm going to be sending all of those images to this new fulfillment company because basically how I would do it is I would do them in bulk orders every couple of weeks. So I would get shipments to my house and physically do the amount of orders that I had, which is why I had to stop selling them it was getting to be very overwhelming doing it mm-hmm. all by myself. Mm-hmm. So this fulfillment company with only taking a very small percentage and doing all of the work. That's huge. So they, they take the orders. I choose exactly. How, and of course I'll have, you know, um, test prints. Mm-hmm. I won't put anything out without my stamp of approval on it. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's on the same quality t-shirts. Cause I'm very picky about that. Like your boy doesn't like Gildan t-shirts. Like, uh, it's either on American Apparel, Next Level, Champion, or better. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will print. 
and deliver to you. I am just the the face that they're putting on, you know, and then of course they do take a percentage, but I said for, you know, for how much work that they're doing, they're taking a very, very, very small percentage. And it's, like I said, it's with a very reputable person, uh, two people who are very big in the music industry who are also co-owners and, uh, you know, it's great. I mean, I'll, I'll just fucking say it. It's a uh, uh, space zebra, uh, Bobby Sabinski from Blackcraft Colt, West Borland. It's their, it's their merch distribution company. Mm, very nice. So very pretty nice. soon you'll have conky merch on spacezebra.com. Hell yeah, dude. I love that. Um, do you, okay. So here's the thing. Do you wear your own shit? Fuck. Yes, I do. Had a boy. I was going to wear, I, I was, I was contemplating if I was going to wear a, the cyber conch shirt tonight, but then I saw my, my, they live t-shirt and I got excited about it. I would love you to wear some of your own shit next week because I am a huge supporter of wearing like your own band stuff, your own, whatever. Like, Oh, I always wear my, my band shirts too. Like I'm I, like, Oh, I wear my shit on stage too. I do you, not give one fuck. You know who made that cool? I think you know uh, who made Iron that Maiden. Cool. No. Who? Dude, motherfucking Jason Newstead was I mean, was the was the guy for me that was like, oh my god, you can do that. You can like wear your own shit every show and make it badass. Like he's the reason I bought the sad but true shirt when I was like in uh, junior high. Do what's really funny is so we talked about my influences stylistically in playing last mm-hmm. episode, but as the sort of token metal guy of the band. Like if you look at pictures, I mean, I'm not the same build as, but Jason Newstead is what I go for every single night. The white high tops, the skin tight jeans with the holes in the knees, like the 80s, yeah. 80s. Like I have this old white snake shirt that's like one of my go to and like 80s movie t-shirts, 80s band t-shirts. I'm going to start wearing uh, more of my friends bands t-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if we get on, if we continue to get on bigger tours and stuff like that, just to, you know, throw their names out there. But I mean, m- my thing is like, all right, what did Newstead wear in 1988? That's it's what I'm so around true. stage like, <laughs> When When I started like really following Metallica was like, I, I, I got into him on the Black Album and then worked backwards. I didn't like Same. anything past it. I got my uncle gave me that tape and I think Master of Puppets. And I was like, whoa, these guys are fucking awesome. And just watching the, watching the videos on MTV, Jason Newstead was far and away like the standout cool guy without any question whatsoever. He was like, that's the dude I want to be. He's having a blast. He's smiling. He's, he had the shaved sides and he's doing hey, the, the that, head whip. Yeah, that's why. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I got the shaved side. I mean, it's actually tactical because with in-ears and like where my, my hair, my hair would get caught in my in-ears. So literally because I had banged so much, I was literally ripping chunks of hair out of my head when I would take my in-ears off. So I was just like, and it's, and it's gotten a little bit higher over the years which kind of upsets me because it was literally tactical and I had uh-huh. it exactly where the wire would wrap around my head. Now it's not like so, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like you and I should start um, a Newstead tribute podcast and we do, we do five episodes a week for a minimum of 10 years <laughs> <laughs> and we never miss an episode. And each episode is like Howard Stern style. So it's like three or four hours an episode. <laughs> So Let's talk about Newstead. 20 hours a week for 10 years. Dude, 
so I was uh, one of my buddies posted one of my bass player buddies, Killian Duarte, who's a f- fucking ripping bass player, by the way, he plays for Scale the Summit, Scale the Summit, Abiotic, a whole bunch, Ladder Math, a whole bunch. other bands he's a great look probably six or eight months ago and uh, he was like unpopular opinion my favorite metallica bass player is jason newstead and then of course i commented and i'm just like yeah duh and then like everyone's like oh rob trujillo cliff burton i'm like hey 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 we are not saying that they are not great bass players they are uh to jason newstead cliff burton was the Jimi hendrix of the bass guitar Mm-hmm. but there was just something and you know with justice aside because you can't hear the bass on that i don't know there's just something that newstead brought to the table that just isn't there anymore don't get me wrong rob trujillo is an amazing bass player i mean dude he was in suicidal tendencies yep he was in he's been in a bunch of great bands he's an amazing bass player but just newstead to me that's metallica well, here's 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 my quick take on Metallica bass players is that Cliff Burton and Rob Trujillo are probably better bass players than yeah. Newstead is, but Newstead for me like just brought a coolness to the to to the band and just like a, I mean Rob Rob and Cliff both had a lot of joy, but I don't know something about Jason was just like cooler and joyful and all right, uh, for, first of all. First was, of all, he was also like, I feel like he could fuck me up. Yeah, you know, like, totally. He, was, he, he would fight you. Yeah. And he would fuck you up during that fight. But, I mean, dude, just look at what he was playing from 1986. Uh, it's like 1986 to 1995, dude. He had walls. He had Sadowskis. He had Arias. He Alembics. had Alembics. Yeah. He had, dude, like his taste was like, and then I'm, I'm looking back and I'm like, you know what? That Sadowski is real tasty. Maybe I should call up Roger. Hey, Roger, how much, how much, how much for a modern 24? I don't, oh, I don't five, like those fancy five, bases, though. $5,000. Okay, yeah. I'll have to save up for that. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered, because, uh, again, sorry if you, guys don't, any, if you guys don't know music talk, but we're talking about brands of, of bass guitars. Because um, Cliff played Alembic bases too and, and I always, arias i always wonder yeah i always wondered if jason ever got any of cliff's bases to play do you know i don't know i don't know because some of them looked like they were the same ones well i mean being you know cliff was mainly known for playing rickenbacker aria and alembic now don't get me wrong alembics sound great they're way fucking expensive nowadays like you can't even find replacement parts. Like one of my buddy, one of my buddies has this custom made Voss base. It's a company out in Seattle, and they put fucking Alembic pickups in it before Alembic stopped making shit. And he can't like, oh, the pickups are either too big or too small. Okay, <laughs> so he can't even replace the pickups. Oh, so they made pickups that weren't even like a normal size. They just said that they're full on custom deals. They were they were strictly made like just like wall pickups. I mean, granted, you know wall pickups they had they people make the same size pickups mm-hmm. but alembic was just they were they were kind of weird okay they were proprietary to that brand yeah i'm a i'm a fender p-base guy that's just like it's it's simple i know exactly what it's going to sound like through any rig and uh 
I just, it's what I grew up on. And I'm, I'm someone who like, once I'm comfortable with something, mm-hmm. that's just what it's going to be like forever. Yeah. I so, mean, dude, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with, 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 with a Fender P bass. The P bass I have is one of my favorite P basses I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, prestige Eric Bass shine down bass player signature. Okay. Okay. It's got a, like a 59 style, uh, one p bass pickup in it that's it mm-hmm. it's a big ass fucking ash body thick too like i just like it's funny i just a couple weeks ago picked up my uh my childhood first bass from storage and it's next to me my first p bass you want to see it really yeah yeah, yeah. let's see that fucking thing pull that bitch out Oh, wait, it's in pieces. I forgot I took it apart because I wanted to redo it, but it's a Mexican P-Base. Yo, Me- Mexi P-Bases, dude. It's all taken apart because I couldn't get it to make any kind of sound. Mm. And there's all kinds of burns in here. I think something shorted out and started a fire inside. Jesus. Oh, wait, like crazy. the band? I don't and? know exactly, but like all these stickers have been on there since I was a kid. Um I got to get this thing back up and running because this is like, this is my life of music right here. Dude, yeah. Dude, yeah. just throw some, yeah, just throw some new tuners on there and get me to get like a, like a high mass bridge or a badass bridge or something like that. If only I knew a guitar tech that could put that thing together. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. <clears throat> so I want to touch on something real quick before I, we have a couple listener questions I want to get to as well. Yeah. But um, you did something cool, like a, before the election in November, and we're not going to talk politics, but I just had a question for you. I put out this like mass post on, on my Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And I said, if I have any friends that are not registered to vote, that have never been registered, that don't know how, what the process is, please hit me up and I'd be happy to help you figure it out. I don't care who you're voting for, just to help you be a part of the process. And you're one of the few people that actually hit me up and um, it made me really happy. And you're awesome about it. You're like, dude, I've, you know, I'm, I'm 30, whatever years old. I've never voted before, but I want to get involved. Um, I just want to know, like, is there a reason why you hadn't voted before and, and what drew you to get involved this time, this time around? Well, see, like, I feel like I had been registered to vote before Mm -hmm. but i never did okay like no no wait yeah 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 Yeah, sorry i was thinking of the of the the draft thing never mind (laughs) you know the draft thing you gotta sign when you're 18 remember when uh, kyle was in vietnam that was a crazy time oh man (laughs) (laughs) uh no i just you know as someone who has been very i wouldn't say public publicly anti-establishment <laughs> um but as someone who's been anti-establishment and who has a pretty good radar when it comes to malarkey is the word i'll use mm-hmm. um i just really felt like and this and and and, and when i say this i don't just mean it's one-sided I really felt like the president at the time was um, 
responsible for a lot of the division in this country. Now, I'm not just saying it was on the Republican side. It's also on the left as well. It's in the media. It's in big tech. It's everywhere. Like, but when one person makes that kind of push, I really felt that person who was responsible for most of the division at that time was the former president of the United States. Now, as someone who is very fucking purple, there are, there are things that I am very, that I hold near and dear to my heart that are very Republican. There are things that I hold very near and dear to my heart that are more liberal, uh, that are more democratic. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not a fucking liberal. Mm-hmm. I am a gun owner. Mm-hmm. I believe in the death penalty, but I'm also fucking pro LGBTQ rights. I am pro-choice, and I just felt the direction in which we were going, if we continued down that path, would have been catastrophic to the American people. I am not, and yes, I did pick a side for that vote, but there have been many times where I have felt I, I have lied more on the Republican side than the Democratic side. And just the rhetoric of how how people were interacting with each other especially being online during the, during a pandemic you can't really get together you can't see people it was fucking disgusting and i didn't want four more years of that so yes i made my choice i picked a side not because of I'm a fucking bleeding heart liberal hippie because there was literally no other direction in my personal humble opinion for the American people to go. I mean, dude, most of the Republican party was, have been trying to get Trump out of office regardless. Mm -hmm. And you know, one of the big conspiracies, which I do believe is the reason why they didn't go through with the, pandemic um assistance before the election is because the repubs wanted him out of the office too and if he was getting people you know two thousand dollar economic stimulus checks and and you know the the economy started gaining and there was a little bit more normality in a time of chaos he would be like look Look at I'm making America great again. We're going to continue to make America great again. And I can see from a political standpoint that nobody wanted that. And like I said, I'm not getting political here. Like, you know, I will make fun of fucking people on the left. I will make fun of people on the right. Of course, you have to. Yeah. You know, yeah, I make fun of Ben Shapiro a lot, but that's just because he says dumb shit. He's such a little twink. <laughs> he is. He's such a little dork. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, and like, if you were to be, if you were like, well, who would you have voted for? Like, I, on the Republican side, I, I, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I would have, I would have voted for Tulsi Gabbard. Right. right. I would have voted for fucking Andrew Yang. Mm-hmm. Now, Biden wasn't my first choice in 
anyway. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even if Homie does get through an eighth year, I mean, I don't think he's going to run again after this, to be quite honest. No, I don't either. I don't either. So it's going to be Kamala. And I believe that the Republicans are going to put a woman to face her. Who that might be, I don't know. But they better fucking make sure it's someone who's (laughs) at least going to, like, I don't want to say play ball. Because the reason why I would have voted for Tulsi Gabbard is because she doesn't fucking play games. She doesn't right. play ball. She doesn't play your political fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. But maybe have someone who's a little more hinged. Right, right. Like a Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Green type. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone who really has their shit together. Yeah, yeah. I'm, with, I'm with you, dude. I mean, we, we talked about it a lot on this show um, during the election. But, like, this one just didn't feel left or right it didn't feel republican democrat and not to be dramatic but it, it did feel like good versus evil to me and uh i, I share a lot of people yeah i i feel i share a lot of the things you just said about like um i have very you know what would be considered republican views and democratic views kind of the same shit i'm not a gun owner but i i'm i'm all for you know the second amendment um um, I think immigration, you know, needs to be reformed. Like I don't keep people out of the country, but like yeah. you can't just come here in droves and just like, just keep coming and coming, make it easier to get yeah. people here and have them paying taxes and contribute and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just like, it was so just good and evil to me. And uh, I would honestly, I just, I was really touched that you actually took me up on it and it made me happy that like, you there was no like too too much pride to like I'm not gonna ask for help. It was just it was great. It was like what people should do more of. Like, hey, give me a hand. Right, let, let's figure this out. And it was awesome. So thank you for for taking me up on it. Well, you know, I I definitely appreciate you know your your willingness to help and you know and there there is one thing that like I'm gonna say this and then we're gonna stop talking about politics altogether. The one thing that I was kind of kind of upset to not really see talked about during the election is getting rid of gay marriage. Totally dude. I'm right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the, uh, what, what is that fucking like proposition two thirty or the thing that, um, that, um, basically makes it so, um, big tech companies like Facebook, Twitter, whomever, Amazon, like they, can basically up to what whatever they they want to do can remove content from their platforms that isn't it's that it isn't protected by the first mm. amendment mm-hmm. or whatever they think is offensive right and now don't don't get me wrong we saw what happened with parlor but inciting acts of violence isn't protected under the First Amendment. Right. Now, because of that law, the 230, it is up to whomever moderates posts on these larger big tech social media platform pages to where they, they have kind of helped incite division as well because – there was a lot, and don't get me wrong, a lot of the shit was, was, isn't something I agree with, 
But if it's not inciting violence or hurting people, there was a lot of stuff that I saw from Republican friends of mine that was getting deleted just by mentioning a name, just by mm. mentioning it was like keywords. Sure. And it was up to the discretion of that private company to basically do as they please with the content they were given. And it was mostly left driven. Yeah. I mean, there's, you can't really even argue with the fact that like most tech stuff, tech website stuff is a pretty left leaning business. You know, that's yeah, yeah. kind of, it, that's, a, that's a fact. Um, and then like, I guess you do it. a wonder like, where do you draw the line of, can the left just dictate the internet? Um, and like, which is, which is how it, how, how it's, how it's felt. And granted, there are some stuff I do agree with. Sure, there's some, course. there's, there's stuff that I don't agree with. Pick and choose. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But the algorithms that they have used is what I really feel. Cause like the negative is what is most likely to pop up on your feed. The negative, the shit that you don't want, the, the, the stuff that really irks you because it gets the most engagement, you know, because lies spread faster than the truth and bad news spreads faster than good news. Well, it's like on the news, if it, if it bleeds, it leads, you know, people exactly. want to see horrible shit, you know? Exactly. And yeah. like, that's not how I am. So no. like anytime I see something that's out of my algorithm, like, yo, I want to see people posting fucking selfies with their husbands or their wives out, you know, having a good time, maybe fucking some cats. Yeah. You know, Boy, some fuck, fucking cats. No, <laughs> what, dude, <laughs> you're fucking, fucking weird, man. <laughs> fucking comma cats. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> You know, bass guitar videos. Like, I want to see good shit. It's like, ah, oh, you know, that makes me feel good. I'm like that. Listen, you know? dude, I would watch the news every day if they guaranteed me at least one video where a soldier um, comes back from Iraq and he or her is reunited with their dog for the first time. And the dog remembers them two years later. Like, that yeah. shit gets me every time. Or when, like... Um, a dad goes to a classroom after coming home from Iraq and surprises his his daughter or whatever. Like human stuff. Like give me good human stories and I'm sold. I, I, I'm a crier, so I'll cry at that shit every time I see it. I love Yo, it. Yo, I, I cried it. at the end of Click, dog. Did, I did too. The Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it with his dad? Does he have some kind of thing with his dad? Well, I'm, Adam Sandler is the dad. And he's out in the rain and he's on the ground and he's dying. <sighs> God, did you ever see a movie? Do you ever see the Michael Keaton movie Jack Frost? I feel like where he's a I, snowman. Yeah, 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 Dude. yeah, yeah. Okay, if you guys are listening, I fell you asleep. Have... It was late at night, and it came on. Okay, it came on Showtime. You should watch it again. And anyone listening, I challenge you to watch Jack Frost with Michael Keaton and not cry like an infant. It's a Michael Keaton is like a it's a super cheesy movie. Like I think it might even be a Disney movie, but Michael Keaton is like a jazz musician and it's winter like around Christmas time and he goes out um to go play a gig and leaves his son and his uh wife at home and he gets into an accident and he fucking dies. He's mm. dead. And like the family mourns him, but he he <laughs> I'm going to cry even fucking talking about it. I'm such a sap. <laughs> he comes back to life as a snowman and uh, gets to like be with family again. Obviously, there's a m moments of terror when they don't know what the fuck is happening. And it's like a killer snowman. But like 
so in the movie, like he gets to reunite with his kid as a snowman, mm-hmm. and every spring when spring comes, he melts and goes away for six or nine months, and then when winter comes, he comes back every winter and gets to see his family. It's so fucking beautiful, dude. Well, what what about Jack Jack Frost too? When he comes back for Christmas, like you know, like ten years later, and and his wife is just like smashing the mailman or something. Dude, that's what carrots are for. You put the carrot down there, and then the <laughs> wife can do her wifely duties, man. <laughs> it's easy. The carrot and a couple of charcoal bits, and you got all you got the whole business. You got the whole wedding tackle. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I, I'm such a sap. I I, I cry at movies oh, and commercials, and it's it's good. It's good, guys. Yeah, I, guys, if you're listening, don't be too proud to cry. It's good for you. Yeah. Hey, yo, oh, yo. I, I was I was reading I was I was reading this thing. Um, and as someone who, you know, sometimes you get bored on the road, and uh, I just, and I discovered that I love getting fucking pedicures, and <laughs> what? Oh, dude, that's embarrassing. You're so you're so lame. <laughs> Guys, guys, everyone, everyone point at Kyle. He got gets pedicures. <laughs> I will no, say I this. love it. Good for you. Uh, I will say this. The dudes were like pointing and laughing. But as a single guy on the road, I never got more DMs from like good looking chicks. Really? You know, like, yeah, just post a little boomerang, like me getting my little toesies done. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You do that. Like, oh, my God. That's so hot. Um, so it worked for you. That was like a, it was a move. Yeah. I mean, most of the time I wouldn't respond to any of them, uh-huh. you know, but, uh, I remember our merch guy at the time, he was, <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like, man, why, why, why go and paint your doggone toenails? And I was like, because I feel like it. He's like, man, that's like what chicks do. I'm like, well, you don't take care of yourself. Like I was like, yo, I got long hair. I go and get haircuts. I go get my eyebrows done. I go and get fucking face masks. I go to the barber shop. I get cleaned up. I go and get pedicures. Like I have motherfucking spa days, dog. Like what do you do? Fucking get a hotel room, get KFC, and jerk off to fucking porn. That's your spa day. So, based on your impression, is there any chance that your merch guy was named Vernon Love? No. Oh man. Our Jane's merch guy is an awesome dude named Vern, and he's from Atlanta. And he talks just like Oh, this like guy that. is from Atlanta, too. Dude, are you sure it wasn't Vern? Vernon P. Love? No. All no. right. All right. Well, hopefully you get to meet Vern someday. The dude fucking rules. <laughs> but I remember, I remember, this is very politically incorrect of him, by the way. And I was like, dude, chicks love it. He goes, what kind of chicks? Chicks with dicks? <laughs> Perfect. That's very, it's a very Georgia attitude to have. I love that. Um we got well good for you i mean i really i was i was laughing i was joking but like i don't care if you get pedicures that's great no i, I know you don't i was um, just sitting here letting you do your thing so i used to bite my nails for my whole life I still I, do i used to be so limber i would bite my toenails when i was a kid oh, i think i did that too when i was a kid i can't get there anymore you know no. but like i would bite my toenails that means um, so that totally means you try to suck your own dick who who the fuck hasn't <laughs> Like I've tried to see how close I can get within the last six months. I've tried, and it's I'm not, not that limber. 
It's not very close. And here's a weird thing. It's funny you said that. And I swear to God, this is true. I probably have three or four dreams a year where I suck my own dick. Really? Yes, dude. That's how I bad I want never, to do it. <laughs> I have never. Yeah. I have never had a dream. I'm not going to say I haven't tried. You know, I, when I was, I was younger, I was limber. I tried. We all want to know if we can get there. You know, yeah. we all want to know. But and it's not it's not even like the oh I'm a, this is this is what I'm gonna do with my life now. It's just you want to try. Of course, of course. We should like. It's like the only reason I would consider getting into yoga is just to get closer to be able to suck my own dick. Yo, do you know what I didn't realize about yoga? Is like, how many motherfuckers are just ripping ass in the yoga room? Well, that's what I've heard. My my wife was uh she still teaches sometimes, but she taught for years, and she would always mention like people just do it, and there's no mention of it. No one cares. And no like, one snickers. No one says excuse me. It's just like and then just yeah. go about your go about your downward dog or whatever the fuck. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Because I remember I, I went to yoga and it was my first time. I went with one of my one of my really good friends, and she's like you know, oh, this teacher's like kind of rough or whatever. And we get there and it was a different, different yoga teacher. And like, I really, I mean, there was like fucking eucalyptus or whatever the fuck kind of like scent in the air. And, you know, it was like dark and dim and she had some like dope music and was like, had a very soft, comforting voice. Mm -hmm. Now I want you to roll over, close your eyes, relax. And as I'm closing my eyes, I fucking relax. I'm Oh my Jesus Christ! I was literally right <laughs> fucking next to my head. You sprayed me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> because you speckled brown on my cheek, you motherfucker. And some fucking butt spatter on my fucking face, bro. It's, it's not optimal for for a peaceful situation. That's for sure. Like, bro, seriously. Like, I've, I've been thinking about it lately, and I'm like, yo, like, I hate going to the gym because other motherfuckers. Like, I I will go to the gym when gyms open back up. You know, your boy's fucking vaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, and you got to maintain that six pack, dude. Like yeah. you got to maintain it. You know, it's not um, natural. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. And, but I'm thinking like, every time I go to the gym, I'm like, yo, this place would be fucking great if it wasn't for the fucking people. And that's how I feel about <laughs> yoga too. So I'll just, I just decided this. I'm going to put it out in the universe because that's how you, that's how you get shit done manifest. in this, in this you simulation. Manifest. Yeah. You manifest your shit. And if you work that program hard enough, it'll work out in your favor. So I've decided I'm going to win the lottery. Oh, cool. And I'm going to have my, I'm, when I buy my, my house in uh, Calabasas or Woodland Hills, I'm going to have the Conky Gym and the Conky Yoga Studio. And I'm going to have my own yoga teacher and my own personal trainer because it would be my gym. And I will be the one farting in my own yoga room, but I'll be paying the yoga teacher lots of money. So it wouldn't even matter. And you, my friend will 100% deserve it. And I wish you all the luck on the conky gym and the conky peace yoga, uh, Zen garden. I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. And I think 
the fact that you decided to win the lottery is awesome. And uh, I would like to congratulate you before anyone else on your, on your lottery winnings. Thank you. That's great. Thank, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. I want to, uh, I want to close out the show with a couple uh, listener questions. If that's oh, cool. shit. I forgot about the listeners. Yeah. 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 We got listeners too, you know, <laughs> and uh, 90% are women and they're going to want to have their questions answered. Listen, ladies, um, your boy is single. And he is, he's a podcaster. <laughs> he's a bass player. He's strong. He lifts large cases all day. Dude's super, got a fucking natural six pack. Super below average penis. That's fine, but it's it's all in the mind. Like you make up for it with brains and humor. I mean, you know, with with my personality, you'd think I'd probably have a twelve inch penis. But you you're think very so, dead wrong. But you don't, and you don't. <laughs> and but here's the good thing: go on YouTube, go on Instagram. Watch this motherfucker play bass and he'll make you come a thousand times with his fingers guaranteed. And that's, and that's just taking your pants off, just doing the, the unbutton. You'll come like eight times and then he'll get all 10 fingers in you. Maybe some toes. Who knows? I mean, ladies, there's only one way to find out. Hop in this dude's DMS. <laughs> he'll make you come just reading your messages. Um, <laughs> So we had, uh, we talked about, you have a podcast, of course, called Just STFU. Yep. It can be found anywhere you find podcasts. And people wanted to know what, if you have any podcast inspirations and what they are and also what mine are. So first of all, are there podcasts that you like, or is there anyone, like, are there podcasters that inspired you to do what you do? I mean, see, when I first started doing podcasts in 2016, um, I had listened to, excuse me, got a boy, got a boy, two podcasts ever, two episodes or two shows, like two, you followed two shows, just two episodes ever. Damn. One was fat man on Batman, which is Kevin Smith. And then one was Joe Rogan. Okay. Like before realizing what a juggernaut Rogan was, my cousin who kind of, we were in it together. You know, he has the fantasy football guys podcast and he was like, Hey, I think you'd be really good at this. And I was like, you know what? I'll try. And he's like, listen to Rogan. And I was just like the guy from fucking fear factor. Mm -hmm. Like really the UFC guy. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, okay. And it wasn't until much later that I was like, Oh, the reason why people like him so much is because <clears throat> He just knows how to talk to motherfuckers. My favorite thing about Rogan is the fact that, like, I don't listen to every episode. Like, it's very guest dependent for me. But what I love about him is that, me, like, me he, too. he's perceived as like a tough guy and like a, he is a very smart dude. But my favorite thing is that he's never afraid to say he doesn't know and he's never afraid to change his mind, which is oh. huge. Well, the whole, I think the whole, like, don't listen to me. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know any better. I think a lot of that is covering his own ass. Maybe, maybe, but uh, but I also do believe it. I don't think he has any reason to like not believe it, but when he says... But I think he just has to reiterate that because he doesn't want to get himself in a situation where he's like, yeah, well, Rogan said this, so it's yeah, got to be, be right. true. Could be you right. Know? Yep, you could be right. But I definitely do agree that he is being sincere when he does say that. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I don't know, man, like podcasting it's really weird because i i you know my my guitar player doc coil has a podcast called the x-man which i think is a really great podcast you know he's up to like i think 150 160 episodes now 
Amazing. Um, you know, I was on uh, episode number 26. So if you guys want to listen to that and there, it goes kind of more deep into my background as a musician and, you know, and, uh, you know, our, our times touring and whatnot. Um, the X-Men podcast, um, Joe Rogan, but it's very guest dependent. I love Star Talk with, uh, you What's know, that? it's Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill okay. Nye, you know, okay. they have different guests, you know, and they kind of just talk about fucking science and astrophysics and space. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love that. Um, I did listen to, um, your old show with David. Oh, dark, dark matter, dark matter. Yes. Yep. There we go. Yep. I, I listened to dark matter. Um, listen to let the Lex Friedman podcast, which is okay. pretty good. I, I just love how deadpan he is. <laughs> like, uh-huh. I love that. Cause like, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm excited, he, like it's hard for me to kind of display that motion, but you can tell when I'm hyped about something, you can tell when I'm upset. Like this guy is just like, just talking in the microphone. Hello, I'm Lex Friedman. And you know, he's just uh, some Russian dude who's American, well, he's American citizen now. But, um, I mean, that's really it. Like, I love listening to Kevin Smith's stories. Like, his Fat Man on, his, uh, Fat Man on Batman is is cool or whatever, but <clears throat> if you haven't watched something that's comic booky, like, mm-hmm. it's real, it can get real spoilery, and I kind of just stopped listening to it because it's like, you know, there was a while where I couldn't keep up with all the Marvel movies or... Oh, sure, yeah. You know, or all things going on in the comic book world. And I was just like, ah whatever but i do love listening to kevin smith's stories oh he's like, a great a great storyteller like amazing he would storyteller. do the kevin smith lives mm-hmm. love those mm-hmm. um who else I'm, I'm typically i'm typically really bad at being put on the spot but the reason why i like those people is their ability to have conversations pretty openly they i mean rogan can be a bit biased but like you said he's not afraid to admit that he it doesn't know anything and he is willing to change his opinion. I do appreciate that. Sometimes I feel like he panders a little bit too much to his guest. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I was telling someone today, like what, what's, what's neat about R- Rogan or any, actually no, not about any podcast or any talk show host. I don't, sometimes I don't care about the guest as long as both people are interested in what they're talking about, like the yeah. fact that the, that um, a, a good podcaster can like, you really care about you're interested in what the guest is saying is, is interesting to me. Like I, I like watching people just have a conversation that they're both invested in. Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's big for me. Um, there's only a few podcasts that I really follow. Like tiger belly with Bobby Lee is Bobby Lee is one of the funniest people in the world to me. Did you, did you listen to that one with Carlos Mencia? I sure did. Oh, um, it was it was incredible. I just found out about it, so I'm gonna. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Do you watch them or do you listen? Like you can watch them all on YouTube. Uh, I listen to them. Okay, I like to watch podcasts usually, um, but that one is is incredible. And it's if if you don't know anything about, it, I'm not gonna say anything. But it's like at times it's infuriating. It's so upsetting. Yeah. Um, Tiger Belly, I love. He uh, Bobby Lee is another one with. Oh, uh, guys, we fucked. I almost forgot about them. Oh, I never heard of that one. Yeah, the guys we fucked. No, uh, I've never heard of it. I can't tell you their names, but that's the name of their podcast. The guys okay. we fucked. Okay, cool. <laughs> Two I'll chicks it out. and they're hilarious. I love it. Um, Bad Friends, which is Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, another comedian. It's a f- fantastic one that started within the last year. 
Bill Burr, I mean, the Bill Burr Monday morning podcast has been like, you know, 12, 13 years. And just the well, fact that that guy can talk. Someone that has with Burt Kreischer. It's called Bill the, the Bill Burt podcast. Yeah, Bill Burt. That's a good one. Um, fucking Tim Dillon. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sold on Tim Dillon. See, the reason why I like Tim Dillon is because I don't ever take him seriously. Yeah, I yeah, I don't either, but I also just don't find him that funny. Fair enough. Fair like, enough. Like there, there's times like um I can take him in small doses. I can take him like when he's a, a guest on someone's show for a little while, but I I don't think I, I've I've tried to watch his show and I just it's too much for me. Um He's very good at what he does. He's just not my flavor, you know. Fair enough. Um, Tom Segura, uh, love love him. Your mom's house is yep. incredible. Uh, two bears, one cave. Him and Burt Kreischer have one. Those mm-hmm. are those are two that I just I I don't miss. And I, those are new to me in the last year. Like, if there's one thing I've gotten from COVID and the lockdown, it was getting into podcasts more. Like, because this is. It's weird. Like I've, I've been doing this for, uh, this is like 12th, 12th year technically, but the first, you know, not eight, nine years, I never watched to see what other people that do this do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so I, I like to watch just to see like different styles and, and look at the way people have their sets and look at the gear they use and try to, how they incorporate technology. It's, it's fascinating to learn. And I know that me watching those things is going to help this show grow and, and, you know, give a better, a better experience to the listeners. So, um, yeah, just crazy. There are so many options nowadays. So oh, many. there really is, dude. Like, dude, I, I think my fucking mom has a podcast. You know what probably, I mean? Probably, probably. Yeah, my grandmother has one. She's been dead for fifteen years. It's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Um, there's some good horror ones. Like, uh, uh, there's one called Radio Rental, which is great. It's like people telling real, like, terrifying stories that happened to them. Like, um being stalked by a serial killer and they didn't know the person was a serial it ended up being ted bundy that was like trying to it's really wild shit and uh told in a cool way but um i mean if it has anything to do with aliens or abductions or space yep or funny motherfuckers i'm all about it unsolved mysteries has a new podcast too where they're oh shit yeah yeah they have like two or three episodes out um Let's end with one more question. This comes in from uh, our, our friend Chris, and she says, question for you guys. What fashion trends do you guys not understand like? What trends do you like? Um, I'll give you a second to think about it. And uh, one thing that I don't like, I don't like that tie-dye is becoming this really big thing again. I don't understand exactly why people are doing like uh, bright pink and blues. It's an odd thing. Crocs, mm-hmm. Crocs really bother me to like, to no end. Um, sandals. What's your, what's, your beef, what's your beef with Crocs? I don't know. I just think they're so, they're like, if kids want to wear them, that's awesome. If you're a little boy or a little girl and you want to play in the sandbox and you know, you, you want to go to the store with mom or dad, but you have to wear shoes, put your Crocs on. But if you're an adult, I'm sorry if you wear Crocs, by the way, but if you're an adult, pull your shit together, see a therapist and figure out what your problems are because you shouldn't be wearing those things. <laughs> I know. I know people who wear Crocs. You know what? I, I, I used to hate on footwear, mm-hmm. but then it came time to where it's like, you know, 
I used to hate on something and I try, I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty fucking good. See, that's always a drag too. Like I remember, yeah. uh, like I used to be like, what the hell is with joggers? Why are people wearing joggers so much? What a weird Dude, I used thing. to make fun of fuck. I was like, those are the stupidest fucking things fucker. I've ever fucking seen. I'm wearing them now, dude. I, yeah. I, and the, dude, I went through like two years of like all I wore was joggers. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're fucking amazing. <laughs> they're great. Um, <laughs> what do you got? All right. Dislike. I really hate that. Like that like the generation after me, I guess that would be, I, I'm technically a millennial. So what is that? Gen Z? Think, no, you're millennial. Gen Z is a different thing. Well, no, I, I'm a millennial. I'm saying the people who were born in like 1995 oh, to like two, yes, yes. 2005. I believe that's Gen Z. Like yes. That gen or 2000 to, to 2000. I don't know. Was that Gen Z? I think so. Like, Gen Z's like been coming in real hot with like the like 1991 to 94 fucking mom jeans and like the weird acid wash shit. It's like, bro, my fucking PE teacher used to look like that. Like, yeah. I it wasn't cool then. It's not cool now. And then now these motherfuckers are making fun of, you know, people in their 30s like myself who do fucking side parts and wear fucking skinny jeans. Like, bro, the only reason why I wear skinny jeans is because those motherfuckers are made of fucking Lycra and spandex and a little bit of cotton. They look like denim, but they're fucking stretchy as fuck and they're comfortable. Comfortable. It gives me the support that I need. Have you, have you seen that meme of the dog? Like that's uh, perched up and it says, this is what white guys in skinny jeans or what chubby guys in skinny jeans look like. Oh yeah. That's totally me. That's totally me. It is the funniest the Frenchie? meme. Yes. That's like exactly right. With the skinny Frank, legs. Frank, please insert that picture on top of this right now of the, uh, of the Frenchie and the skinny jeans. It's so true. Um, yeah. That's totally me, dude. I'm happy you mentioned the mom jeans. Cause it's something I hadn't thought about. Like I'm I wasted. So, I'm so grateful that I'm not single because if I was, I would feel like I'd be trying to fuck my aunt. Like hitting on girls dressed like that, I'm like, I feel like I'm trying to fuck my aunt, and I don't want to feel that See, way. See, like it, it's really weird because like uh, that that generation, you know, they're in their early, they're in their early to mid twenties, and they, God, I don't, how do I say this without sounding like a misogynist? Female. Um, the thing about females is, <laughs> no, they they have you know uh, they care about their health. And they're in great shape. They have all women have beautiful bodies and beautiful figures, but I agree. They are dressing very frumpy. And don't get me wrong. Took the word out of my mouth. I was going to say frumpy. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Like it's great when you like you know you hit on someone who looks a little bit frumpy, and then you get to take their clothes off, and it's like, yo, you were fucking hiding that under there, Jesus. When did you become Selma Hayek? Holy shit. Exactly. Right. Like, yo, from dust to dawn, Selma Hayek. <laughs> the heyday, yeah. Um, but, and then they want to make fun of us people in our 30s, mid to late 30s, because we like fucking skinny jeans and joggers and fucking side parts. Like, bro, I, you literally look like you're dressing like the ultimate warrior at a swap meet on a Sunday 
in fucking Valencia. Yeah. Like, yeah. Chill out. And listen, <clears throat> just to, if they give you shit, but listen, I've already told you I have a small dick. I can wear skinny jeans. I don't need all this extra baggy space for a, a huge piece. I'm not rocking a big piece. Just let me live my life. You know? And I mean, to be fair, I have dressed pretty much exactly the same for the last 20 years. Well, that's, that's what happens. At a certain point, we stop trying to move forward with our, with our style. I mean, my pants were a little bit bigger in the early 2000s. My shorts were a little bit baggier. My jeans were a little bit baggier. Bigger dick. You had a bigger dick back then. Oh, yeah, because I wasn't so fucking fat, dog. <laughs> it sucked you know, up into your body. <laughs> you know, they say for every 20 pounds you are overweight, you lose an inch on the dick. Is, has there ever been a better pitch to go on a diet? If that, if that fact is true, I don't know how that's not like, that, how is that not the pitch for, to get people to diet? Because you get fat in that area too, dog. You get the fupa. Fupa, fupa dude. You get the fupa. fupa. The you get worst. the fupa fighters. <laughs> the foop fighters. That is awful. Um, let's end, new cover band. Let's end on foop fighters. Cause that's a, that's a very great way to end. Let's end strong. Wait, well, we, we only answered half the question. Oh, we did. We only answered half of it. We got to answer the other half for, for Chris. Oh, what we like. Yeah. What we like. All right. I have, let me see. Okay, Fashion have, trends that we like. I have 15% battery life on my computer. So we're going to rifle through this. Cause I have a shitty ass battery. Um, do you know what you like? Can you think offhand what you like? Yo, I'm a, I'm a fucking sneakerhead, and I love T-shirts. Like, I love me some fucking Jordans. Yeah. Like Jordan Jordan 1s, Jordan 3s, Jordan 4s. Mm-hmm. I love me some Jordans and fucking dope band T-shirts, dope movie T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking just love T-shirts. Like, T-shirts and shoes. Like, oh, bro, I need two pairs of jeans. But I need 20 pairs of shoes and 400 t-shirts. I'm into I don't that. That's a fashion trend, but that's that's what I like. My favorite, I like need two jeans. My favorite look for, I mean, if, for I like when girls dress in t-shirts, and like, I like when I like when girls dress casual. Um, I, I I like when people dress comfortable, and I like that there's this like move towards joggers and hoodies and like oversized t-shirts i love that stuff because like i mean i'm 41 now so i want to live a life of leisure in my final years as, as my life is winding down i just want to be comfortable you know the the end is near the end is nigh and it's it's coming quick it feels like so i just want to be Dan, i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought you were a day over 39 I appreciate that i guess uh what i wouldn't give to be 39 i've told the story before but i woke up the morning of my 35th birthday and my body was sore on the morning of my 35th birthday. And I haven't felt good since. Oh dude, like, I'm turning 35 in September. Dude, it's fucking over. Enjoy your, enjoy like the last moments of happiness you'll ever have in your life. Cause it's almost over. And I'm single dude. What the fuck am I going to do? Do you hear that? Yeah. That's, that's death knocking on your door. <laughs> Fuck you, Dana. You know they say single guys die quicker than married guys. Kyle, let me in. It's oh, me, fuck death. Is. <laughs> it's me, death. I didn't know that. that I mean, it makes sense because we. I, I need my wife to keep me alive. Like she, like, your your wife is dope, dude. Thank I've met you. her. I have met her a few times, thank and you. she has always been a sweetheart to me. Yeah, and just you know, I've seen like some of your interactions together on you know in person and on social media. And I'm just like, you know what? 
I'm super happy for Dan. She seems like a really dope wife. Thank you. She's a she's a she's a good egg. I, I've known her since we were twelve. So like, uh, oh, that's why. There's no like, see, we haven't been together since since we were twelve, but we've no, been friends since we were twelve. So like, there's no secrets there. Like I know we know everything about each other, and you know it's it's good. But thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, if it weren't for you know, a, she keeps me from walking into traffic. You know, I'm just I, I would not be alive. I'd be dead. I think somehow just from being an idiot. I'm a I'm a stupid person. Uh, I'm not careful with most things. So. I'm alive because of her. Uh, so you know find what? someone soon before you die. Yeah, I will say this. I am stupid for the most part. I never know what I'm talking about. And please don't ever take me too fucking seriously because mm-hmm. I don't even take myself seriously, people. It's the best way to be. Don't take yourself seriously. Um, please listen to Kyle's podcast called Just STFU, wherever you get podcasts. Give him a follow at KS Conkeel, which is K-O-N-K-I-E-L on all the social medias. Um, this is a fun show. Thank you, buddy. And I told you uh, I was feisty tonight. I like it. I'm into it. I, I got to catch you after work each show. So let me know your work schedule. We'll be sure to book a show like directly after your shift next time too. Yeah, perfectly. Perfect. All right, buddy. And everyone else, um, keep those questions coming. Um, you can uh, send us questions on Instagram. I love audio messages the most. Um, Patreon people, you guys get priority for your questions. And if you want to sign up for us for our Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash radio. We do things called uh, director's cuts there, extended episodes, free episodes, all that, all that fun stuff. They can see my belly. They can see. No. Are we going to show it unedited there? Yeah. The, um, for Patreon, they can. Okay. You guys get to they see, can see the, my, uh, my fat ass belly. Well, we, we'll call it the six pack. We'll call it the six pack. Um, Kyle, yeah, which, where's my rare form radio shirt? I saw well, you rocking one the other day. You want one? Yeah. I'll give you a fucking shirt, dude. You give me some of your guitar picks and I'll give you a shirt. All right, I got 18 picks of your name on it. I love it. Um, and if you guys, seriously, I don't know what the fuck's going I don't know why people like this hoodie so much, um, but I'm blown away by the response to it. So if you guys want one and you're serious, hit me up and maybe I'll start selling them i don't fucking know you should um kyle thank you buddy and we'll uh we'll see you and everybody else next week thank you this is lola and i'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to rare form radio